0: Every SMSM outlet out there ran this story to run interference against Israel because what the goal right now on the international stage, where as far as the press is concerned, is to paint Israel as the bad guy in order to defend the supposed, quote unquote, innocence of Palestinian or Palestine. That's what they're trying to do. The truth is the first casualty of war, folks. This is what happens every single time. So now the media is trying to paint Israel as the aggressor, when instead it's actually Israel defending itself.
1: Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. (laughs)
0: And welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast, folks. I'm glad to be back. I've been gone, as I'm sure many of you know, because you can't live your lives without me. I mean, how could you? No. (laughs) Uh, It's great to be back. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, Basically had to do a lot of uh, reevaluating of the computer. I think everything's good to go now. Unfortunately, uh, we were using a a software program called Streamlabs OBS, and it was just really inundated with all types of bloat software, and it was causing a lot of lag on the rumble and kick channels. But I believe it's been fixed now, so hopefully we're doing good. How's the audio, fam? Are we doing good? Um, I'm watching it live on, uh, yeah, John Burke's naked face. The stash had to go. I'm doing a video shoot um, at the end of this month. It's a little special thing that I'm doing with Sheila. I'm not going to tell you any more about it. I'll be posting it probably around Halloween. Um, Really excited to do it. So anyway. I figured it would work for pornography. (laughs) 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 You so funny. Anyway, uh, so far, so good. Great. Audio is good. Do me a favor. Hit the share button, folks. Appreciate that. Um, it's good to be back in the studio. Now, where have I been? Uh, if you don't follow me on Twitter, it's Burke 39 I try and do updates over there because it's just it's really difficult to do updates on Facebook. Pardon me. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. It's just easy to go through Twitter, formerly known as or X, formerly known as Twitter, whatever it's called. Now, I'm still going to call it Twitter. I'm going to call it Twitter even harder now. But anyway, we're glad to be back. I know Josh missed the hell out of me. He was texting me. He's like, where are you at, buddy?
1: I sure did. Where are you at, buddy? I sure did.
0: Then anyway, uh, what a week to miss. What a week to miss. Like, I'm not really sure. Um, uh, did w- We covered very vaguely the Israel-Hamas conflict, and it's really been escalating quite a lot this last week. So what a week to miss. The house is in shambles. Israel, uh, they're about to begin their ground invasion of the Gaza Strip. Uh, we have just uh, death threats being made to uh, congressional members' wives. Uh, we have terrorists in our midst in America. That's where we're at. That's where America's at. Land of the free, baby. Land of the free. You got to love it. Rashida Talib up there doing her little Muslim thing, you know, out there sympathizing with terrorists. what she does. Ilhan Omar. You know, it's just from the get-go. Once the Israel-Hamas um, thing kicked off, you knew where they were going to stand. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, Rashida Talib gets up there. Excuse me. Ilhan Omar gets up there. It's like, you know, we should violence needs to end now. This is what I feel like so many people in the Twitter world, and that's where I watch a lot of the stuff that goes on on Twitter. um, A lot of this, I just feel like people just don't grasp the, um, the seriousness of this issue. What has happened is that Hamas attacks Israel kills over 1200. And by the way, over 30 Americans dead. There's still 150 hostages still being held in Gaza, but Hey, good news. Joe Biden's going to give Palestine hundred million dollars of your taxpayer money, folks, your taxpayer money. Why? Because we got to give a aid. because you know, there's innocent Palestinians in there, right? Now this is where it's going to draw me a lot of blowback, but I really don't care. There's just, there's so much to cut. Like the little hamster in my head and the wheels, it's just like smoking right now. There's so much I want to cover. But let's just, we'll we'll freestyle this, Eminem style. Here we go. In Palestine, you have innocent Palestinians, correct? Well, in 2007, they elected Hamas to be the official representation of the government. Well, John, they were bullied into that. Fair enough, but still, that's how it is. Do I believe that? Not so much. In Iraq and Afghanistan, folks, these people... These Arab Muslims, these jihadists, taught their children to hate infidels. Now, especially so in Gaza and the West Bank, to hate and kill Jews. This is nothing new. It's been around since the dawn of time. But as per the usual, you see the propagandists or you see the emotional um, stunted, emotionally stunted people on the left and on the right from what I've seen. I have never seen so much anti-Semitism in all my life, and I called this I said the right has an anti-Semitic problem. Now, it is not anti-Semitic to criticize the government actions of Israel. That's not what I'm referring to. There are people literally advocating for the genocide of Jews. Now there's people advocating for the genocide of Gaza, which I don't think you can really commit genocide on a city. It's an actual people, a race of people, genocide there, but fair enough, whatever you want to call it. Now, people like Ilhan Omar, once the terrorist attack happens... Starts clutching her little Muslim pearls. And I'm not going to lie. I have no love for Middle Eastern Muslims. I just don't. I fought against them for four and a half years. I know how they are. I live with these people. I train with these people. They are not to be trusted. Because their loyalty is to tribe, not to the nation. It'll never be national pride. It'll always be tribal. But Ilhan Omar goes over there and says, we need to coordinate a ceasefire after they've murdered 1200 people. Folks, I'm here to tell you, if you came in and you murder my family, my wife and my children, there will be no ceasefire. I want revenge. I want blood. Our country has become so pacified and sissified by these emotionally stunted mental midgets out there that want to sit there and cry about, "Oh, it's just such an atrocity." It is. It's a very, it's a massive atrocity. But it, Israel was attacked. And they have every right to defend themselves. Now, before I get to, okay, Goyim, the Talmud says, blah, 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 blah. This is not me saying that I believe in committing troops or money to Israel. Biden's wanting to put together 100 million to Israel. I don't agree with that. I think they're big boys. They can handle themselves. If you look at a map of Israel, you'll notice they are surrounded on all sides. Israeli military technology dominates the Arab states. It does. There's There's no comparison there. But Rashida Talib comes out there and says, cease fire, cease fire, cease fire. That's the equivalent of somebody coming into your house, murdering your, your your kids, your dog, everything, running back to their house. And then when you go to have retribution, they call the cops and start saying, wait, cease fire. No. Oh, there's innocent kids over here. It was me that killed them, but I have innocent kids. This is what Hamas does. This is what jihadists, Islamic terrorists, Islamic extremists do. Now, let me give you a little anecdotal evidence here. When we were in Afghanistan, we were stationed in Cott, Michigan. It was a small little base in the middle of the, uh, right outside the Korengal Valley. If you've ever seen Restrepo or Korengal, you know what I'm talking about. So you have the Pesh River Valley that runs, I forget the direction, but then you have a Korengal that splits off. In that little fishbowl they put us in, we had a little bazaar right across the river. Now, I can give you so many different examples of how they knew our rules of engagement. We had at one night, there were two Taliban that moved into that bazaar across the river and volley fired RPGs at our cop. And unfortunately, or best for, for us, fortunately enough, it overshot the cop and hit in the fields behind us. And as soon as they did that, they dropped the RPG launchers and put their hands up because we have what's called a raid camera. And that raid camera goes up almost like three stories. And it's a black, white, hot thermal camera that you can see Just uh, for an expanse in any direction. You can see so much out there. And you can zoom in on this stuff. So you can see if there's cornfields on the terraces that go on both sides of the valley, Taliban would sneak down to those cornfields and we could spot them a mile away. They thought they were being all sneaky sneaky. So they knew we were watching them. We had... uh, We had the Afghanis working on our base too. They do our laundry. They would help certain. So we'd hire local populist people to come in. And it's a small base. So they had to be vetted and verified. They couldn't be armed. They had to have an escort number where they went. But they would feed these people intelligence. They would say, hey, there's a camera up there. They knew. We caught these people walking the gun line. What does that mean? They were pacing off where certain things were in the base so they could tell their Taliban bunnies to zero in with their mortars and rockets and get us even more accurate. Or they could become even more accurate. They knew the rules of engagement. So as soon as they fire the RPGs, they put their hands up because they knew if they are disarmed or unarmed, we can't shoot back. That's the equivalent of what's going on right now. You try and kill us versus they actually did kill Israelis. Then you certainly you suddenly start putting your hands up and saying, wait a minute, ceasefire, my bad. No, absolutely not. So, John, where do you stand? I'm going to say something you really don't like. Israel level Gaza destroy it. I'm not talking about murdering innocent women and children. I'm not for that. But folks, here's the re- here's the realities of war. This is what so many of you just don't get on these Twitter worlds where they want to sit there and postures if, you know, they are strategic experts out there. Maybe you go witness your loved ones being chopped up, your women being raped and sodomized, drugged through the streets. You think that's bad? Folks, I got news for you. This is what the Middle Eastern Arab world is all about. You just don't get it. You don't cut part of the cancer out, you cut it all out. Level guys out of the ground. Get rid of them. And there's a reason. Palestine, they talk about, oh, well not all Palestinians are terrorists. Fair enough, but an overwhelming majority of them want to kill Jews. Let's stop kidding ourselves on this one. Oh, you support the the deaths of women. I support Israel defending itself. And if it means killing innocent women and children, then so be it because they did the same thing to Israel and you had no problems with that. Sorry, it's eye for an eye. In this world you want to live in where you have all these abilities to be fair and balanced, no, that's not the reality of war. It doesn't work that way. Unfortunately, that's not just I wish life could operate... And this magical rainbow land filled with unicorns and teddy bear farts. But it doesn't exist. Israel has every right to go in there. Now, folks, this is where I'm an asshole. I'm going to be honest about it. I would blitzkrieg that place. I would General Patton, Third Army that thing, and storm across Europe like he did in World War II and destroy anything that stands in my way. Because here's the reality of it. And libertarians don't even get me started on them. Your foreign policy is nothing but you bunch of candy asses. Thank God libertarians don't get elected because we'd be conquered in a heartbeat. There is a difference between saying we don't want to intervene where we don't belong, which is this, Israel. We have no business going over there. But at the same time saying, look, don't start a fight with me. I don't want to fight. But if you do start a fight, I'm going to level you to the ground. Oh, John, what about the, how they dropped the atomic bomb and the Japanese in World War II and they killed so many innocents? How many American lives did it save? You see, this is why libertarians and a lot of these people that are so-called conservatives, you're actually globalists and you don't even realize it. You seem to think that I should give a damn about these people in these foreign countries. You think they give a shit about you? You think they care about you? Seriously? Pearl Harbor hits. Men, women, and children. Men, and women primarily died over there. Innocent sailors that they still couldn't get to in permanent tombs, but then you sit there and you cry about dropping an atomic bomb and killing them. That is war. What did you think war was? If they had their way, they'd have us like the British Redcoats standing out in the field during the American Revolution, getting picked off by guerrilla fighters from the woodlines. That's what they want us to do. But these same people talking about how Israel should be handcuffed and how they deal with Gaza—you're not going to go fight. They are. It's very easy to armchair quarterback. How soldiers operate on the battlefield from your Twitter, from your phone, from your streaming, from whatever—you don't know what they're up against. And the propaganda, misinformation has—I have never seen it this bad before. It is a—it's—it's it's becoming, dude. I don't know what to say. I've got several articles we're going to talk about here today, folks. You cannot believe the news. You cannot believe Fox. You cannot believe Sienna. You cannot believe any of them. And God, the quote-unquote independent journalists over on Twitter, they're just even worse. There's nothing but propaganda machines just churning out nonstop uh, lies. Case in point, the, the hospital that yeah. got uh, missiled by Israel, over 500 dead, Right. Horrible to hear about, right? Well,
1: uh, Rashida Tlaib was still
0: crying about it. Absolutely. Why is she? Because she wants to get Muslim sympathy. She was bawling. Oh, absolutely. Because it's propaganda. Oh, oh, I just sit there and cry. they came out and knew it was uh, fake news. They knew. knew, And they didn't care. They did not care. And that's the problem there. That's the problem with a lot of these things. They're playing upon the emotions of the people. That's why the American people need to shut up. Israel can handle it. They don't need us. They do not need us. Don't you try and handcuff them like you did us in the Middle East. Oh, we got to be fair. We got to treat them nice. They would murder you in your sleep. They would literally murder you in your sleep, rape your women, bash your children's heads in. You do not understand the depths of the evil that you are dealing with with these people. They do not like you. Based upon the simple fact, you don't believe in Allah. Now, now, the innocent men and women and children, right? That's that's the common theme I start seeing with these, libertari- these low libertarians, these, these cry-bleeding-heart liberals. What about the innocents? Do you really think they are not raising their children to hate Jews? They might be innocent when they're two or three, but folks, how many videos have you seen? Do you not remember 9-11 when a lot of these same people were out there holding up V-signs? When the world trade was destroyed and over 3,000 innocent civilians were murdered in cold blood. And they were holding up V signs. Oh, yes, death to America. down. And then you're sitting there and these same people are trying to say, well, save the innocents. They're not innocent. And if they are, they soon won't be. There is a reason that Jordan will not let them in. There is a reason that Egypt will not let them in. They don't want to deal with that issue. They don't want these people coming into their country and causing all kinds of havoc because that is what they do. The thing that turns most people off is that we're speaking in generalizations and generalizations normally are not well-received. I understand that. I get it. Case in point, not all black people are racist. Not all black people are violent. I get that. I agree with you. But when it comes down to you versus me and it's war and you've just murdered 1,200 of mine... I'm going to demolish you because here's the deal. If Israel does not go in there and deal with this, this is going to be a reoccurring problem and more innocent Israelis are going to die. Now they also counter that with, well, Israel's got a lot of blood on its hands. I'm not saying they don't. I'm not saying they don't, but it's certainly not an apartheid state. Like everybody pretends it is like, Oh my God, they're just out there murdering a Yeah, sure. They are. Sure. They are. You know how I know that's not true. Because of the massive blowback on the international stage and the international scale that Israel's received just for going after Gaza. They have, by the way, ground forces are about to invade right now. I got an article where to talk about this. They haven't even really tested the full strength of the IDF. And already, oh my God, just pearl clutching galore. People out there nonstop crying about this. Israel, they haven't even gotten a taste of what Israel's going to give them. Now Israel told them, get out. Basically, kind of like the 38 parallel with Korea, get out. And what do they say? Oh, they're blocking them. Israel's not blocking them. And then you remember the propaganda of the bridge? Did you see this one? There was a designated bridge for the innocent innocent Palestinians. And I love this. Do you really think, this this is how stupid people are. Do you really think that Hamas is not going to embed itself with the the innocents? No. Hamas is going to take that exfil route. They're going to retreat. They're going to fall back. They're not going to hold. I mean, a few, a few fighters, because I think there's like 50,000 holed up in Gaza. A few of them will stay and fight, but they're going to split their forces. Why? Because they know they're about to die. They know Israel's going to come in there and level it. They're not stupid. Split your force. Give them some pushback. Kill as many Jews as you can. And then what? The rest regroup. I guarantee it. Now there's underground tunnels in Gaza. Israel's going to take a lot of casualties, but Gaza's going to take more. It's it's a horrible situation, no matter which way you look at this. But this is war. There are no rules. You kill mine, I'm going to kill all of yours. Israel did not strike the first blow on this one. And 30 Americans dead? And like I think they said there's like 15 American hostages and what is Biden doing? I thought it was more. It, it could, I'm talking it was, about Americans, not total hostage. No, I think there's I'm like, talking about American
1: hostages, Oh, really? I thought it was like a, like 50 or something. I, uh, it was a high number when I heard it. I was like, Jesus.
0: Regardless, could you imagine sitting there being held by Hamas and Biden as your negotiator? Oh, my God, dude. I, was listening I mean, unless to you're these, Brittany uh, Grenier, you're good. I mean, if you're a black WNBA player that's an LGBTQ trans person, well, then, of course, you're good. But now, if you're a white dude, it's like, dude, I might as well just slit my own throat. I'm done.
1: Dude, there's these... Um Paramedics, Israeli paramedics talking about going into some of these homes and describing what they had saw in one of the homes and it was the parents were tied up the mm-hmm. kids were tied up and they were tortured and I mean the guy was trying to hang on from that.
0: You know, you know, at the same time, them, I, I'm not even going to sit there and say that Israel isn't pushing nasty. out propaganda either. It's, but, you know, you, you'd have to take with a grain of salt. But I believe it. I do yeah, believe it because I've seen these people stuff. firsthand. I know what they're capable of. They are monsters. These are, these are savages. And you don't fight them with any code of honor. You fight them to win. What does that mean? You kill them. You yeah. exterminate them. With I just That's what I'm saying. People will say, well, John's a neocon. I'm not talking about Americans. I'm talking about Israel. Let them handle it. We don't need to get involved. But I fully support Israel defending itself. Yeah, same here, man. If, but, if Israel had did this to Gaza, then I fully support Gaza defending themselves. Cause here's the deal. I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't, but I do have a big thing with, you know, jihadist Muslims. I don't like them. Have, have so many of you forgotten nine 11 have say, Oh my God. And the levels of anti Semitism. it was the Jews that did not, the Jews. Oh my God. Stop, stop with this nonsense. The conspiracy theorism has just gotten so bad that half of you just look just flat out stupid. Look, if you hate Jews, just say you hate Jews. Quit trying to cover it up with all these disguises of. I've had so many people in these Twitter spaces. I love, I love the Twitter spaces though. I listen in and I get to talk every so often. But everybody's like, you know, it says in the Toneman that they should kill. No, it doesn't. It does not. I've looked it up. It does not say that. But people, oh my God. And Ben Shapiro's on it. He's on this one. And everybody doesn't like Shapiro because I uh, use the golden Jew. Oh, Shapiro! Of course, I get why Shapiro's upset. Those are his people. He's got friends. He's got family over there. Sure. I mean, wouldn't you if you were European and you moved to America? How many people in, in Europe that actually fled World War II or the Third Reich Germany came to America? Yet were saddened to hear about what was going on in Europe because they were losing family and friends. But so many people don't want to put themselves in their positions. Well, I guess John's simping for the Jews. I guess I am. I guess I am. If that makes me a Zionist or whatever they want to call it, there's just so many different adjectives that hold no meaning anymore. Because if you align this way, well, that must mean you're a Zionist. If you align this way, that must mean that you're just a nonstop blinded Israel supporter. And it's just kind of like, no, there's a happy medium in between. I'm not so much isolationist, but let them go over there and deal with that problem. Because, folks, I'm telling you this right now. We talk about foreign interests on the international scale, global scale. That just means less terrorists we got to deal with. I'm
1: sorry. Spaz in the chat makes a good point is that Hamas did put out videos claiming responsibility for all the things that
0: are being reported on. Yeah, absolutely. It's not like
1: we're just making stuff up.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's ridiculous. But that's who controls Palestine. It's Hamas. They've said it. And Hamas even admits to this. They've done so many videos. They brag about this. But here's how good they are at manipulating the international Uh, media, if you will. There was that one Hamas leader that said that the apartheid state of Israel is akin to the murder of George Floyd. I'm like, oh, you're good. You are good. I heard that. Play upon the emotions of the liberal left because you know why? They cry the most. Because when you can get the liberal left supporting your causes or going against your causes, then people start to take notice. Republicans, they don't do that so much. They have jobs. They have to work. They don't have time to go out there and, you know. RFK, by the way, reparations. Who called that one? He's just like us. No, he's not. Nope. This guy's a gun grabber. He's a a green energy wackadoodle. And now he's talking about reparations. Bro, you're done. You're done. You You just sealed your fate. Because I guarantee you right now, the, the biggest question, they and I love how we just curtail on these other things, the biggest question that people had about RFK was like, who's he going to take votes from? If Trump's the nominee, would it be Trump? Or if it's going to be Biden, would it be Biden? And everybody was thinking Trump. I was like, it ain't going to be Trump. It's going to be Biden. Yeah. And now it's definitely not going to be Trump or DeSantis, whoever makes it. It's going to be Biden or Newsom, whomever. RFK is doing a massive disservice to the DNC. I sincerely, I sincerely don't think any Republican that has now listened to RFK say reparations can be like, uh, yeah, I can get behind that. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think people are just fed up because, you know, when you talk about reparations, that's, that's likened to the woke agenda. Republicans are never going to vote for that. And if they do, you're stupid. I'm sorry. You're, You're just, you're ignorant at this point, but. There you have it on that one, but I saw that uh, the other. I saw that yesterday, and I'm just like, man, I called that one a mile away. Where, where I I I sit here and I, you just you watch this stuff, and people will argue with you till you, till they're blue in the face. Like RFK, he's one of us. And yeah, he works out, he's shredded, he's buff, he makes some really good points on COVID. Okay, uh, being shredded and buff and making good points on COVID does not a conservative make. You know, Republicans. What about the rest rest of us who are saying the same shit that he said like three years ago? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why Republicans. You know, Republicans are very easily manipulated, and here's the reason why. For since 2015, when Trump really hit the scene. Everybody that voted for Trump, myself, you you included, we've been called racists, Nazis, grandma killers, whatever. So it puts you in this kind of defensive position that when you feel like maybe one of them is coming over to your side, you kind of you're like, good, we'll take it, absolutely. They're getting it. But the problem is, like, they're not on your side. No, they're not. They're saying some things that your side agrees with, but they're still a Democrat. RFK is a Democrat. He is a he's a Kennedy, or excuse me, is a Clinton era Democrat. Yeah, he slipped the
1: reparations
0: in there. Bro, I, as soon as he said that, bad. I'm like,
1: <laughs> and we're going to do reparations. Or we're going to do like reparations. And we're going to take your gut.
0: And this is the other thing. He, he even said that the NRA was a terrorist organization. Or, excuse me, I got to go pull. I posted the I posted the clip I on. I saw that. Yeah. yeah after Parkland.
1: He didn't recant it, though. He's like, no, he said and he the tweet's still up. Yeah. The tweet's
0: still up. And he, then he talked about that, you know uh we should red flags gun bans but then he does a tweet and says i will not uh, uh, attack the second amendment i was like bro i don't believe you no i don't believe you for a second i'm sorry i just you can sit there and say tell me that and you swear on the bible you probably burn it when i'm not looking anyway i don't care i don't believe you he probably didn't think he was going to get this far so now he's
1: just like freestyling on things that he's going to do
0: Vivek ramaswamy flashing the pan that dude's done you think he, so? Yeah, I don't know. His uh, his Q three fundraising it's not good. He's actually spending his own money at this point. I, I think Vivek. I thought Ramos he was, was, was doing
1: that to start off with, wasn't he? No, he was raising.
0: Well, I could be wrong on that one. I, I let me let me hold off on that himself. one. Could be, but he was he was getting a lot of donations. Trump's Trump's donations have not been good. His, a lot of his stuff's coming from large donors, small donors. This economy's I think Q- terrible. It's it's horrible. Thanks, you think Joe they're Biden. doing
1: that on purpose? Do you think they're taking the economy on purpose so these guys can not fundraise?
0: I never thought of that.
1: Because there was, I, I mean, wouldn't think that'd be a the. Lot, I think that's
0: like a byproduct, just a, a good plus thing. I don't think that was the, the, the main reason for it. Because
1: Trump was getting when his first run for presidency, he was getting a lot of uh, just regular people donating to his, yeah, yeah, to his campaign. Oh, his so.
0: fundraising was off the charts. So um,
1: now that the what is it? The real wages are down sixty five hundred dollars,
0: bro. It's it's bad. And you know, yeah. as as a business, we have to deal with the same things here. Like, oh my god, it's. I was talking to Andy Frasilla the other day. And he's like, you know, how you we were just checking up, we were just talking, shooting, uh, shooting the different subjects out there, and, um, you know, was, how are you doing, person? I was like, well, I mean, you know, we're we're down percentage wise, uh, month over month, year from this year to last year. And I was like, it's it's very, um, it, it gets to you. It's like, man, this is the part of entrepreneurship people don't get. Like when your sales start dropping, you're like, are we doing something wrong? What's going on here? And Andy was like, bro, it ain't you. He's like, we we polled our businesses. He does a lot of mentorship. He said almost every single business is down from anywhere 8% to 25% in sales month over month. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Thank you, Biden. Bidenomics. Bidenomics. Build back broke. Good job. So while we're there, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Don't make us go broke anyway. No, seriously, ShellshockCBD.com. That's Josh and mine's company. We've had this since 2019. We appreciate every single one of your love and support. Uh, You can go check us out. Again, the website is ShellshockCBD.com. Look, you got pain, you got anxiety, you got stress. Uh, You can check us out. Again, code SAVAGE to save you 10% off. Give it a look-see. We've just released the 10X mushroom capsules and the zeroed nootropic uh, these things are incredible folks. we got the blueberry drops. They're back for a limited time. These are our Halloween edition special. Um, we have the, they're available in isolate, full spectrum and broad spectrum. Now, what are those isolate is without THC full spectrum has 0.3% THC. It's not going to get you high, but it has a little bit of THC in there. So if you get drug tested, don't take it. Broad spectrum pretty much covers all the bases there. Um, all new you I'm not going to read the vape stuff. This is complete Greek to me. Um if you vape we've got vape cartridges with brand new batteries that are even better than the ones we had before. Tyler's got this uh, at the same cost. At the so same cost. Yeah. We actually took a hit on that one because they were a little bit more expensive for us but it was like, you know what, we'll uh, we'll take the hit on that. Hemp teas are on clearance. If you like the CBD hemp teas we've got, they went from 19.99 to 14.99 while supplies last. We're going to sell them out. They're not a big mover. A lot of people don't like the CBD tea. Um not that they I don't like it, it is, but not it's a lot. good. It is good. But uh, it's just not a big moving product. So yeah. this is it. If you want the tees, get them now while supplies last. And also, if you didn't know, you can refer a friend. A friend must be a new customer. Yeah, They get $20 off, and you get $20 in points on a successful referral. Link to do that is at the bottom of the rewards page. So if you go to the Shellshock CBD website and you check all this stuff out, we got the shop, we got the deals. We have monthly deals right here on this tab. You can find relief. And basically, ask yourself, if you have any questions, it's like, what is CBD? What is Delta 8? What is Delta 9? What do they do? We've got the FAQs right here for you to go in there and look at. You can see that for yourself. Because, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that are selling snake oil. You're getting your CBD from gas stations. Yeah, it's watered down. It's not effective. Ours is not. We third-party test every single one of our products to make sure that what we claim is, as far as the ingredients, is what's in the product. And before I forget, every single product from ShellshockCBD.com comes with a 100% money-back guarantee. Folks, you have my guarantee on that. If you order a product from us and it does not do as we advertise it to do, I will refund your money. What have you got to lose? Literally nothing. Literally nothing. So if you want to help with your sleep, we have the Rackout gummies. These things are incredible. Go over to CBD. We have uh, Rackouts right here. These do not contain THC. These are just CBD and melatonin. And they are incredible. We got 120 great reviews on that one. The fallout gummies are for stress, anxiety. There's no THC. And every product, folks, if you click on it, it's marked. It says excludes THC and will not test positive on a drug test. We make sure that every single product, just in case you get a little confused, every single product is marked on whether it does or does not have THC in it. So you can check that out. I understand that maybe you're worried. You know, I don't want to risk it. Man, I get that. Fair enough. But that's why we've clearly marked every single product with that. Just so you don't get confused, because I get it. You know, CBD—it's a little confusing to people, and you have various different products. Like, what am I looking at? Every single product tells you what's in it, what it does. Scroll down to the bottom. You got it right there. Full description, yeah, folks. You're, we, you're got, not we got we got that
1: information from a gas station. Oh, that was the
0: advertiser thing oh, okay i've got a, a clock that i have in front of me now because i forget to uh do these ad reads because i get so uh i get so inundated with the uh talking about the news so anyway ShellshockCBD.com. cbd.com what are you waiting for folks go support a great patriotic uh, america loving company that hates uh Durka Durka muhammad jihad so there you go i don't care if it offends people it's the truth uh, oh man thanks in the chat grizzly it's a
1: good idea the whiskey stone 19 what's up now uh, Grizzly in the chat. Uh huh. He mentioned the 1920 Whiskey Stone. It's a good idea.
0: Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, do we? We don't have that. No, no yeah. Okay. Yeah, 1920brand.com. We're about to release the Mojito mix. Yeah. That one tastes good. That one tastes good. I know Sheila's going to love that. She gets tired of homemaking it. So we actually, uh, she's she was a bartender. She sampled just like this tastes on point. So we're excited for that. 1920brand.com. We'll advertise that next show. That is for your whiskey mixes. And then we're about to release a mojito. And I'm not sure which one we're doing after that. But anyway. All right. Let's get to the news, folks. Uh, did you watch the Biden speech? I just heard bits of it. Yeah, it's like uh, this you know,
1: there's such little information you could get off of what he is talking about that it's mm-hmm. like, what's the point? Who's who's if, running the White House? Yeah, who who who's, is it? Who's
0: running the White House? His chin right
1: looks like balls, <laughs> dude. What? I saw that like, photo. I was like, that's got to be
0: photos. Somebody like a hater had to Photoshop that. Is that real? It
1: looked real. Like, when
0: you go back and look at the video, like, yeah. him on the plane and,
1: like, <laughs> the guy behind him, like, peeking out, like, oh, my
0: God, what's <laughs> this fucking idiot saying? I don't know, man. It's one of those weird things that it's just, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's he's got a weird-looking looking face. Th- it's not the same Biden as it was back in the 80s. I, I think there's, like, eight Bidens
0: that they just, you think like, so. And they just rotate them out yeah, like, oh, just, Biden's taking a nap. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Bring in the wild thing. You got like yeah. a wild thing, Biden. You got like a, a, you know, various different. We got a black Biden, Asian Biden. So whichever country is visiting, we're going to put that one out front. Hey, man, I like sniffing.
1: I we had the Jewish Biden that came out that he was born in Israel. He
0: said that during his speech. He did? Wait, he Biden did? He said that
1: during one of his press conferences. No, he did he not. Did he
0: said, I was born in Israel. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I know I probably should watch his speeches. But I find myself getting just so aggravated. I just I feel my like my fists clench when this guy gets up there and he lies to the American people like he does. And even worse, I don't know who I hate worse uh, or more, him or Karine Jean Pierre. Oh, they're both awful. They're horrible, horrible human beings. The fact that she sits there and she lies to that length, oh my gosh, it's incredible. Yeah. I was like, you know, yeah. God is real and He's watching you right now. I mean. I don't know if God really gets involved in politics. He's like, that's what you people created. I just, you know, I was all about peace and love, eating the fruit, be good, be kind to each other. You created politics. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're going to flood it again. <laughs> well, he did give us the rainbow to prove that wouldn't happen. But this next one's going to be fire. It's going to be fire. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Uh, Biden shredded for promising to give 100 million to the Palestinians. Here's the issue, folks. They talk about foreign aid. Okay, you want to get foreign aid to Palestinians, here's what you do. Airdrop supplies. Airdrop some MREs and water. That's it. That's it. Stop giving them money. Stop giving all these people money. And by the way, folks, that's your money. That is your money. We are 30-something trillion dollars in debt. And we're giving millions to Ukraine We're giving millions to Israel, and we're giving millions to Palestine now. We are the world's bank. We're not even lenders because we're not getting it back. What are we getting from Palestine? Yes, it's a tit for tat. It's a quid pro pro quo. Absolutely. We're getting terrorists. We're getting terrorists. Fresh new terrorists. Give me some G-dubs back. I got some I'll give them Palestinians. We're sending some freedom seeds called lead. (laughs) Get Dick Cheney over there with a shotgun, see what happens. We're going hunting with Hamas. (laughs) There was a joke came out the other day. They said, uh, by the way, there's terrorists opening or using the southern border to sneak in using the Mexicans as a front little Taliban trying to do this We're calling them Talibaners. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we'll never be on Fox. This is exactly why we'll never be on Fox. No, that southern border, folks, I think it was last month. The FBI came out and said they arrested over 100 people on a most wanted list, which is great. Good job, FBI. But you still couldn't figure out who that pipe bomber was on January 6th, could you? Hmm. Weird. Very weird. $100 million to Palestine. $100 million. Like, who comes up with these numbers? Who comes up with this plan? Do they just have, like, a monkey in a back room, and, it, you know, he just craps out random ideas, and they throw it against the walls, like, ah, yeah, money to Palestine, let's go with that one. I mean, who, who develops this? Because, folks, you know, this money, just like Ukraine, by the way, is not, there's no supervision, none. There's no oversight. So we're, we're saying in good faith, by the way, Hamas runs the government. I, oh man, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. I, I don't even know what to say anymore. And I'm not forgiving Israel a hundred million. We give them 3 billion annually. I'm just at a loss. We bankrolled miss. the entire, we bankrolled the enemies that 10, 20 years later, our sons and daughters are going to have to go fight some way or somewhere. The Muad'Din in Afghanistan versus the Russians, we funded them, we armed them, we trained them, turned around, had to fight them in the GWAT. How do how do we how do we keep doing this repeatedly over and over and over again, every single time? And it's like America just does not learn. What... you know, I think America, I think Biden's idea here, I think he's trying to use this Israel thing to boost his his approval rating by positioning himself as if he can support both sides, Israel and Hamas. Let's just call it what it is. It's not Palestine. It's Hamas. Come on. Oh, yeah. The uh, jihad crew
1: in the Congress is going to really start pushing on him. Yeah.
0: I I, I am just (laughs) Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan, Cori Bush. Yeah. The minority minority group of women. The biggest, uh, oh man, I'm all for repealing the 19th. Get him out, no more, no more. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Am I kidding? I don't know. Am I kidding? No. Uh, U.S. President Joe Biden joins Israel Prime Minister for the start of the Israel War Cabinet meeting in Tel Aviv, October 18th. Uh, this is a few days old, but I just saw this headline and I want to pull it up. So it reminded me that this is what our idiot president is um, considering. You, you you just gotta love this. You just got to love this. We're funding terrorism, folks. We are funding terrorism. That's what it boils down to. We're going to send them the money. They're going to buy more weapons. They're going to continue to attack Israel. And we're sending Israel money so they can buy more weapons and attack Hamas. But ultimately, you know who suffers? You, the American people. Your money. You go to work nine to five every day, unless you're a Democrat, which you're on welfare probably. You go out there. You probably deal with a boss you don't like. You put in the hours, you put in the work, and you want to take home your money and spend it on things you like. Your house, your family, uh, primarily food, gas, rent, things like that. But instead, now a good chunk of your money that you earned, folks, that you earned, that the government now takes, they didn't ask you, they take it, and they say, it's in America's best interest to fund Hamas through, uh, you know, Aid. We're giving them foreign aid. Here's some band-aids and MREs. Don't, you know, thank us. Don't say we never gave you anything, but instead we're going to give them money. You're welcome. It's the same premise as like when you see somebody on the side of the road and they're holding up the sign, a little homeless person. And by the way, if their clothes are clean and they're fat, don't give them any money. But either way, it's the same premise. Like when you give them, Like, and they say, you know, I need money. It's like, well, I have water and food here. And they're like, no, I want money. It's like, I know what you want the money for because drug dealers don't take a bottle of uh, water. They want money. It's the same premise. Give them what they need. If you really want to give them some foreign aid, airdrop them, some MREs and water. That's all you need. Maybe some toilet paper. Okay. There you go. You're good. You don't need money. Oh. John, are the identities of special forces Delta classified? They are. Yeah, I saw that. Biden doxed uh, a bunch of Delta Force operators. If you didn't see the picture, um, some people that were apparently in Israel looking for hostages, American special forces are uh, actual Delta Force. For those that don't know, Delta is right above special force. Like these guys are unknown. You will never know if they're Delta Force. And here's the thing. Um, Delta Force normally are not what you think they are, and they don't look like you think they do. Uh, Some of them are fat with beards. Why? because you would never expect that person to be Delta Force. But those guys are trained on every single weapon known to man, counter to, oh, my God, these guys are the creme de la creme. Now, there is speculation. There's another group called the Virginia Boys. I don't know much about them. That was a, a rumor that I'd heard, uh, man, when I first joined the Army. But one of my friends was like, Yo, my brother was Special Forces. He got recruited to the Virginia Boys. And then he was like, I never, ne- never talks about it. I'm like, I don't know if it's true or not. But either way, I doubt that's real. Either way, Delta uh, goes in there to do a uh, photo op with, you know, our commander and absent-minded president, Joe Biden, and the White House posts the picture, clearly showing their faces, and then about an hour later, deletes it. It's too late. You've doxed them. Those guys have been compromised. That is a massive operational security violation, and we, you know, it's to be ex- expected because we have the JV team in the White House right now. We've got the just most, it's like amateur hour. You posted the identities of Delta Force operators. Are you stupid? Fucking like, are Cree you Jean-Pierre. stupid? You know, she did it. Oh, man. I, I want to know who did it. They should be, I mean, here's the deal. Oh.
1: I would say Cree Jean-Pierre did. She obviously runs his account. You
0: think so? Yeah. No, they got to have like a White House specialist just to follow Biden around and be like, "Mr. President, we want to tweet. Oh, I like ice creams. All she right, we'll did, make it about foreign policy."
1: She already posted his comments on her, her. Uh, but, I mean,
0: who's running Biden's actual account? Oh, that yeah, yeah you're right, you're right. I remember what you said yeah.
1: So, I think it's her. That's, she's a
0: she's a dummy. So you know, in the military, when you do something like that, you're 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 getting charged. Where where are the charges? You you violated a massive military code. Like you don't do that. Oh, by the way, guess who's running again? Old Junior Majewski. Oh, Old okay. Junior Majewski blocked me on Twitter as I like called him out. out. He's, uh, he's about, by the way, Matt Gates, you're still an idiot. He had no plan. He had no plan. Matt Gates, you're a moron. You're a moron. You go out there. What did you expect? All you were doing is like, hey, look at me. I'm going to take this wrench. And you see this machine over there? I'm going to throw it in there and see what happens. Matt Gates had no plan moving forward. None. And now we are finished with round three of the votes. And Jim Jordan has lost more votes than he did the, pr- the second round. More people are now, again, it ain't going to be Jordan. It's not going to be Jordan. I hope it's Jordan. It's not going to be. He's not getting the votes. Because I think everybody I think should call their congressman and be like, they you are. better vote for Did him. you hear about the death threats?
1: It's not surprising. Oh, Doesn't my God. Doesn't everybody get death threats about well, all this
0: shit? I don't know. It's a good question.
1: Seems like They do. I mean, at least you yeah, You would think, but the apparently, there was a
0: congressman's wife who received a call and the guy basically said he was MAGA and he said, we're the new Antifa. Now we're not going to be violent, but we're going to follow you everywhere you go. It's like, uh, okay, I've got a hollow point 45, brother. If you want a third hole in your head, you feel, you'll feel free to try. Like you feel free to try. Like these people are insane. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not talking about all MAGA, but like the, the just, I don't know. But either way, the other point though, I don't think it's going to be Jordan. He's actually lost more in the third round. Now they're asking him, um, you know, are you going to keep running? He did mention in an interview. He said that McCarthy went 15 rounds. We'll see. I just don't think it's going to be Jordan. And then you got this other congressman, this moron. Um, Oh, gosh. What's his name? I just, I retweeted him. Where is it? Hold on. Let me find it. Um, Congressman Troy Nels. I think he's out of Texas. Yeah, Texas District 22. You know what he says? He says, sadly, once again, the conference rejected Jim Jordan. It's now time to bring in the leader of our party to unite our conference so we can get back to work for the American people. My next vote will be for Donald Trump. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It will not be Trump. Okay? If you want to be pragmatic, but let's talk about from two different perspectives. The pragmatic approach which it will never be Donald Trump. There are too many congressmen that will never vote Donald Trump. We saw this in the impeachment trials. We saw this once Trump left office. So many GOP representatives turned on him. They will not vote for Donald Trump. The other part of it is, no, absolutely not. He's an idiot. I'm sorry. He's an idiot. But, you know. This I is think Congressman. It would be hilarious. Though. Oh, I'm not going to die. Yeah, it would be pretty funny. It would. Nancy Pelosi, you should sit down. We're having a. You know, no. But these Congressmen, what they're doing is they are virtue signaling because they're counting on Trump getting, getting reelected and they're hoping Trump will remember how they stood for him when he was out of office. So that way the king, when he returns to court, shows them favor. It's ridiculous. This is, this is how stupid the Trumpian era politics are now. I'm vote. He's the leader of our party. Uh, no, the hell he's not. No, he is not. Because again, I've said this before. Now you have congressmen that are no longer loyal to their voter base. You were elected to go to Washington to represent your district, your voters, not to go up there and kiss Donald Trump's ass. That guy's got enough legal problems. He's bogged down for a while now. Absolutely not. And I'm going to say it. I don't care if he goes to jail. Well, John, it's a horrible... Was he there for the J Sixers? Did you do anything for them? No. So you'll pardon me if I really don't give a damn about what comes his way. Good for you. You you made your bet, bro. You've abandoned so many people. Anyway, back to the main point. Jordan's not getting the votes. He's actually. I think it was, what was it was a twelve voted against him now this time. Or no no it was it was I got the article here. Um, Where's it at? Uh, Twenty five. 25 voted against him this time. I think last time it was like, what, eight or nine? Whew. 25 Republicans on Friday voted against Republican Speaker nominee Jim Jordan. The House held yet another vote on if the House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jordan should become the next Speaker of the House after weeks without a House leader. Not enough Republicans voted to make him Speaker after 17 days without a Republican leader of the House. We look like we are in shambles right now. The Republican Party, it, it just it looks like it's in complete disarray. Do you think it's
1: strange that McCarthy himself has endorsed Jim Jordan, and yet he's still losing
0: support? You know, I I don't know. I I know the biggest things that they were launching against Jordan were the fact that he's never, ever passed one bill, which, uh, you know, maybe it's just me, but I'm not seeing that as a bad thing. I I don't want any more crap passed. I'm tired of these people passing these stupid bills. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Because on McCarthy's... Uh, Twitter page he says Jim Jordan has passed more legislation through the
1: house in the last three years than the entire Democratic leadership team with their collective 28 years in Congress I don't know it seems to me like there's just a lot of scumbag
0: politicians oh absolutely on both sides on both, on both sides, sides yeah. on the
1: Republican side and the like they're just trying to cut deals with the Democrats to oh, yeah. you know whatever, I'm waiting for
0: it I'm waiting for whatever that whatever
1: benefits them the most not the constituents it's you know it's disappointing you see these, McCarthy gave a speech, I think
0: it was yesterday. in um, charge. They were in they were in private conference. And apparently during that conference, it was tweeted out that Matt Gates stood up and essentially Ma- McCarthy told him to sit down and shut up and he did. And then they said somebody tried fighting Matt Gates. Um, Matt Gates, you know, this is this is this is how it works for him. <laughs> I wasn't a McCarthy fan, but he's the leader. That's it. Go forward and you know, figure it out. But instead, Gates says, well, he didn't make good on his promises. Fair enough, did you think he would? By the way, Trump endorsed him. Curious on that yeah. one. Trump endorsed McCarthy, but McCarthy gets ousted. Now the way that the way that was facilitated was just completely ridiculous. Matt Gates voted for a call to vacate. It took one person could make the motion. It needs to be two-thirds majority. It, it needs to be two-thirds majority because if not, this is what's going to happen again. So I'm really that wondering
1: McCarthy's fault for agreeing to that deal. He should have just oh, been like, yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah. I shouldn't do Bro. it anyway because this that, is, that was one this of was those, inevitable.
0: Yeah. yeah, that was one of those I didn't have a dog in that fight either. It's like, look, this guy's a rhino. He supports Ukraine. He's one of these people. I don't like McCarthy. Because we
1: talked about it before and Pelosi said she would back McCarthy if something like that yeah. happened. And she, you know, bent him over and fucked him with a hammer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gave him the gavel at the wazoo. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But... I think Gates wasn't counting on this much turmoil, turmoil. So what he's how he's posturing now is this is what it looks like to drain the swamp. Oh, really? Okay, fair enough. Um, what have you actually drained? Who is no longer in office? You everybody's kidding me? still yeah, everybody's, everybody's still, there. still there. You haven't drained anything. But this is the propaganda. You're stirring These, the swamp. Is this how you <laughs> stir the swamp a little <laughs> this bit? This is how you stirring the swamp. This
1: is how you marinate the swamp. And everybody's
0: like, well, he's exposing the rhinos. Like, shut up. Stop with this ridiculous they're all rhino. If Come already on. You know who they are. Exactly, <laughs> it's but it's that's like what, 99% that's of what the, like the MAGA cult tries. Because like, oh, Trump just exposed all the rhinos. Trump is a rhino. He is not pro two A. He is not pro abortion. Or excuse me, he's not pro life. Like everything about this guy screams Democrat. But I, I don't know, whatever, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But anyway, um, Matt Gates. I don't think he was counting on this much blowback, because what he's trying to do again, and I've said this so many times, is posture for a twenty twenty eight gubernatorial Florida run. I don't think he's going to win in Florida. I think he's toast. Even McCarthy is calling Gates out saying like this blood's on you. Like I'm paraphrasing, but so this is on you. You caused this. So now what is, so people are going to say, John, what does this actually mean? What does tells the democratic party? It, it, this is actually kind of a good thing though. This tells the DNC, the GOP is in shambles. We are not united. We are not united and things aren't going to get done. But, this is kind of what needs to happen. The GOP needs to purge itself. I just hope they purge the right people. Matt Gates needs to go. He needs to go. I'm sorry. This guy, you went rogue, and this is what happens. Now we have no leader. We have no speaker in the house. By the way, we control the house, but now, <laughs> good job. And by the way, the house controls the purse strings. So in one measure, it is kind of good because we are stalling. Um, now, I don't know if they're going to uh, recess for the weekend uh, let me see if the article details. I was listening to, uh, I was watching on YouTube on the drive in. 25 people voted against. We got uh, uh, Molinero Keen, Fitzpatrick, Lawler, Womack, Latota, Lalota, uh, Kiggins, Buck, Stelber, Simpson, Ruthford, Granger, uh, Miller, Meeks, Kelly, James, Gonzalez, Jimenez, uh, it's Tony Gonzalez out of Texas, Jimenez, uh, Garberino, Ferguson, LZ, Diaz, Esposito, Demir, excuse me, Demir, Buchanan, and Bacon. A reporter had talked to Tony Gonzalez after they came out of a meeting with Jim Jordan. And he said, the the reporter said, you know, did Jim Jordan say anything to actually change your mind? And he said, Tony Gonzalez stopped in his track. He said, come on, dude, really? (laughs) It's like, they're not changing their mind. You got 25 against now. It ain't going to be Jordan. I really don't think, I mean, we'll we'll say, we'll say. But again, because we're at... Uh, Rutherford has escalated the personal attacks against Jordan, insisting the race is over. Breitbart News reported how Buchanan bowled at the Biden White House after voting against Jordan on Wednesday. Uh, Congressman Vern Buchanan, who keeps blocking the vote for Jim Jordan for House Speaker, was partying last night at the White House bowling alley. Must be nice. Uh, Representative Jim Banks out of Indiana, former House Republican Study Committee chair, said the Granger should lose her gavel for opposing Jordan's bid for speaker in an interview with Breitbart News. Should lose your gavel for practicing democracy? Do you hear yourselves? Like, do do you really hear yourselves? And then Pelosi gets out there and she jumps right on this as she should. I knew she would. It's like the Republicans are in disarray, they can't get it together. You know, this is not what democracy looks like. And you're like, actually, this is exactly what democracy looks like. What are you talking about? I love how they try and pitch these these sound bites to make themselves sound as if like, oh, it's always a threat to democracy. Trump's a threat to democracy. Democracy, democracy, democracy. democracy. Really? Another thing that's really uh, blowing back on Jim Jordan is his denial of the election. People are asking him, where do you stand on the 2020 election? Was it stolen or wasn't it? I'm sorry. That's one of the stupidest things to even discuss. We're, we're past it. Move on. This is starting to bite us in the ass. And uh, you can agree the election was stolen. You can disagree. At this point, it doesn't matter. We've got to move forward. Move forward. Secure the elections like Georgia did. Good for them. Texas is doing it. Secure your elections. Florida. Florida. Oh, definitely in Florida. Ohio. Yep.
1: You so- see a lot more. As long as you have...
0: Most states that can fortify their elections, mm-hmm. then... Of course, you know, Democrats are not going... Oh, Newsom's going to Israel. Good news. And uh, the uh, New York uh, governor, Hochel, whatever her name is. Yeah. Shitbag. What are they going to do? Well, like, what are you going to do? Th- this is posturing, once again, from politicians that just don't know their place. You do not represent America on the international stage. That's the POTUS. Now, as much as it shames me to say that, it's the truth. What is? What do these idiots think they're gonna do? You think Newsom's gonna go over there and like, hold on, guys? I've done such a fantastic job in California. Let me tell you how to run Israel. Shut up, you grease-backed moron. Your your hair is all grease back. Like, oh my gosh, he's a dumbass. He Look, is. Let me tell you guys
1: how uh, to get everybody hooked. In- Uh, hooked on heroin.
0: (laughs) Let me tell you about what it means to have homeless people shitting on your streets. I know all about this. Like, come on, man. It's, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. You just get a lot of homeless people out here (laughs) shitting on the street and the Hamas will just leave. Let me tell you how to destroy small businesses. And let me tell you about this French laundromat I had dinner in one time. Uh, that's, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, oh my God. Um, Republicans are outraged by Rashida Tlaib's vile anti-Israel rhetoric. She has no business serving. These are people that actually hate Jews. They do not like Jews. And she's a Palestinian. (gasps) Imagine my surprise and shock. (gasps) Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, hardcore Muslims, hate Jews. Folks, look. There is a difference in being anti-Semitic, as, and I feel like we have to just continuously readdress this, because there's a lot of freaking mouth breathers out there that just can't differentiate between the two. These people just do not like Jews, and they cloak this. They cloak their anti-Semitism in the defense of Palestine and the victim-blaming, or not victim-blaming, the uh, instead of the deflection away from what Palestine did to Israel. Like, oh, innocent women and children. I don't care. Sorry, life sucks. That's war. It should be avoided at all costs, but if you fire the first shot to turn your, your houses into glass. Republican lawmakers called out far Democrats for their refusal to condemn Hamas as the war continues in Israel. Representative Mike Lawler, uh, Republican in New York, described members of the squad as a disgrace, disgraceful bunch um, on Fox and Friends Thursday. Lawler specifically took issue with Rashida, Rashida Tlaib for repeating a lie that Israel was responsible for bombing a hospital in Gaza. Okay, so let's push pause on this real quick for those that don't know. I think it was about three days ago. And the propaganda is flowing. Folks, I'm telling you, do not believe anything you see, read, or hear. The only time I might believe it is if I see actual video footage. And I'm telling you on that one, folks, the AI generation now is just through the roof. You remember the uh, the images of the babies being burned? The burnt babies? I think Shapiro tweeted it. I posted it. I had to delete off Instagram because I was afraid of getting banned because you know how Instagram is. Twitter, they're, they're cool with it. But instantly, people were saying, oh, that was AI generated. It turns out it wasn't. That was real because I looked at it because they said it was an actual, there was a picture of a, a burnt baby and it looked like two burnt babies on a, uh, a, 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 cot on top of a pillow. And then the actual real photo, quote unquote, real photo was actually a puppy laying on that thing. It was like, why are there ashes around the puppy? And it was like, Oh, I was like, yeah, it's real. Like this is real, but the idea, and it's not so much like you're going to figure out after the fact, what goes out first that dominates the news cycle. So, with the bombing of the hospital, supposedly, what, what was reported was Israel fired into Gaza, hit a hospital, murdered 500. Now, when I heard that, I was like, oh, okay, I don't care. Don't care. I mean, Sounds sucks. Like maybe you had it coming. <laughs> sucks, doesn't it? Ah, uh, but instead what happens is, and a lot of people didn't realize this, Hamas is still firing on Israel. They are still launching rockets every day at Israel. So not only did they go in there, break through their border, murder 1200, but they're still hitting Israel. So it's no longer, I threw the first punch, now I'm not firing. They're still firing. So by all means, go in there and just destroy them. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I got to have feelings for these people. I don't care about them. I think they are a scourge of the earth. Not because of what they believe, but what they're willing to do because of what they believe. That's terrorism. We kind of had a whole 20-year war about it under false pretenses, I know, but still. Still, I don't care. Well, John, you're a horrible person. I, I'm not going to argue the contrary, but I'm, a, I'm, I'm we're at peace, right? Consistent. Consistent in my, my anger, I guess you could say. So it turns out what really actually happened now, before I tell you on that Al Jazeera ran the story, the New York times ran the story, every SMSM outlet out there ran the story to run interference against Israel. Because what the goal right now on the international stage, where as far as the press is concerned is to paint Israel as the bad guy in order to defend the supposed quote unquote, innocence of Palestinian or Palestine. That's what they're trying to do. The truth is the first casualty of war, folks. This is what happens every single time. So now the media is trying to paint Israel as the aggressor, when instead it's actually Israel defending itself. That's where we get the the disconnect there, and people just don't get it. So the New York Times and all of them ran with it. Now, what actually happened? Al Jazeera was broadcasting it live. Hamas was shooting rockets back into Israel. One of the locations they were shooting from was behind the hospital in a graveyard, apparently, or something like that. The rocket launched, fell short, and hit a parking lot next to the hospital. How many died? Not 500. It was like 10 or 12 civilians. Innocent civilians died. Now, folks, when you sit there and say that Israel's trying to kill all the bad people, Hamas does not care about these so, quote, quote, unquote, innocent people. How do we know this? Number one, when Israel, and for the last week, Israel has been telling Hamas, or excuse me, telling Palestine, I am I keep conflating them. I don't know why I do that. That is so weird. Oh, crazy. Because they're the same. Uh, Israel tells them, uh, get out. We're about to level Gaza. What does Hamas do? No, you're staying. You're going to stay. We're going to stay and fight. That's right. They did. They barked, uh, Hamas they told all barricaded. civilians. They barricaded. The IED on the bridge, there was an evacuation bridge that Israel identified, said, go out this way. What do they do? Hamas put an IED. And the way it was discovered was when the video surfaced of them, of Israel supposedly rocketing Hamas or rocketing the innocent people trying to evacuate. I'm sorry, but a, a missile strike does not launch or does not uh, detonate from the side of a road and blow outward. Doesn't work that way. That was an IED that Hamas placed. They murdered their own citizens to use it for Propaganda. To turn the people's opinions against Israel. That's how crafty these scumbags are. That's what they do. I saw it in Afghanistan. I saw it in Iraq. The tactics are the same. But what happens? Shallow minded people out there. They just want to cry about everything. They take this and they run with it. Look how horrible is. Isabel- oh my God. It wasn't Israel. Now. I will say this. If Israel said, this is a designated Exville point, and then you rocket it, you're a piece of shit. Yes, Israel would be horrible for that, but they didn't do that. Hamas wants you to think they did. The likes of Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, Cori Bush. AOC's been a little quiet on this one. She hasn't been as vocal as the Muslims.
1: She's such an idiot. They're dude. all idiots. Oh my God. They're all
0: all—they're very example of why the 19th should be repealed because of moron yep. women that have no business being in Congress because you're too emotional and you're too stupid.
1: Her interviews are just garbage they're so awful to listen to
0: yeah but you sit there. i'm not for repealing the 19th i say that to get a chuckle but still um so got, hamas is murdering their own palestinian citizens because apparently they're so innocent it's getting to the point now where i think the casualty count is going to be like more hamas killing palestinians than israelis it's 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 going to yeah. be bad but that's what they do and then these msm outlets they take it and they run with it and speaking of that um kind of a funny story today Elon Musk, if you're not on Twitter, formerly or ex-formally, follow me at John Burke39. You're, you're wrong if you don't. Um, the New York Times, every MSM outlet on there, has a gold badge that indicates um, they're a, an actual news organization recognized, like they're not small fries, small, they're not small potatoes. Elon took their badge. They took their gold verified badge because of how much they lied about the Hamas rocketing thing. And I'm just sitting there like, you know, a lot of people on the right are like, oh, this is hilarious. Like, oh, well, you know what this accomplishes? Nothing. They're still going to lie. They lost a golden badge, but the propaganda continues. Now, let me clarify this. This is a privately owned company. The First Amendment does not apply. Here's what Elon needs to do. Ban the New York Times. (gasps) John's for Censorship. On a private platform, you can do what you want. It's the same as Shellshock. I can sit here. I can fire whoever I want. It's my company. Watch this. Omar, get in here. <laughs> get in here, Omar. Now he's a good kid. But when it comes to the government, that's different. That's where the 1A idiots just don't get it. Now, I'm a free speech absolutist. You can say whatever you want, but that does not mean it does not come without repercussions. So all Elon has done is stripped them of the gold badge, but that doesn't stop them from lying. But at the same time, there should be a lot of MSM outlets that should lose their gold badge. They should. You perpetuated a lie. And here's the problem. Remember how earlier I said the first breaking news is the one that dominates the headlines and the retraction usually comes out later and doesn't get as much publicity? Same thing happened. Same thing happened. Rashid Tlaib still used this. Still used that little speech. Oh, they're killing it. Balling. Balling. Didn't did she wasn't doing that for Israeli babies, was she? No, no tears there because dead Jews. They love that. She put her Palestinian flag in front Mm, of her. Absolutely. Congressional office. Mm -hmm. Yep. You got to love that. You got to love that. Yeah. Well, in the chat, if you do take government money, then yes, you are not a private. In my opinion, you're not. Uh, Twitter X has abruptly removed the gold verified label from the account of the New York times following repeated criticisms of the news organization by owner Elon Musk. It's the second time in a year that the times has seen its check mark disappear in April. Musk ordered employees to remove the blue verified, uh, denotation from the account after learning it would not pay for Twitter blue. Uh, the gold check New York times wouldn't pay for Twitter. Twitter blue is like 11 bucks. Really? The New York Times? you're doing that bad. I mean, you're not CNN. CNN's like hemorrhaging Probably. money. Yeah. But, you know, you, you wouldn't, even, you didn't want to pay for, okay. Uh, the gold check, which verifies a business is legitimate, was launched weeks later and one was granted at the Times. Other news organizations, including the Washington Post and Fortune, still sport the gold check. Waypo isn't as liberal. Waypo, you can usually get a little centrist stuff there. Or no, I'm sorry, not Waypo, uh, New York Post. Uh, I actually had a Waypo reporter in my DMs on Twitter wanted to ask me about Turning Point, I had a, a tweet about Turning Point go viral. Turning Point, uh, rest of those grifters out there. I was like, I'd I'd like to know any other things you know about turning points. Like I'm not going down that road, bro. That's how you get sued. Thank you. But no, um, the move could create additional confusion for users at a time when misinformation, particularly about the war between Israel and Hamas is on a sharp rise on the social media platform. I would say everywhere. The propaganda is nonstop on Twitter. Again, don't believe half of what you read. Don't believe half of what you see. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, I watch these articles or I watch these news stories come out, and it's just like, dude, I don't know what to believe.
1: You know, I'm curious. But I will as look as as at the
0: people that do continuously spout lie after lie, and I'm not going to believe them. No matter what they say, I'm just not going to believe you. Because you've you forfeited that right of me trusting you, which you should never trust the news anyway. But there is a certain level of it that you kind of think that, okay, why would they lie about something? They lie about everything. They lie about everything.
1: You know, I'm curious as to what all these people who are calling for ceasefires think should happen to Hamas for going into Israel and murdering. That's the one thing. Like I watched Spike Cohen,
0: like he was supposed to come on the show. They dipped out, didn't even give me a thank you of a, Hey, we're not going to make it. So I have a little animosity towards them, but Spike Cohen comes out there And, you know, he talks about, he's getting into the weeds on the causation of Israel versus Hamas or Palestine. It's like, dude, nobody cares. This is not a land dispute. Don't don't let people red herring you and thinking this is about a land dispute. This is not. This is about Muslims wanting to murder Jews. That's all it is. That's all it is. But when it comes to people like Spike Cohen, who's a libertarian, not for government, it's like, how would you deal with this? And he says, I would use the power of the government. It's like, oh. Which government? Which government. But even still, it's like, that's not a pragmatic approach. Nobody, nobody that is against this war has given me any type of pragmatic approach Israel can take to get rid of Hamas. Yeah. Is- outside of committing ground forces and going door to door. It's like, you're going to, you're going to take more casualties. It's going to have to happen before you do that. You, strateg- you strategically tar- uh, target and strike those military targets. And by the way, that hospital, it's been known for generations at the basement. That's the HQ of Hamas. Hit it destroy it. They brought it on themselves. Look, stop playing games with these people. Stop giving a damn about the international stage. Stop caring about, because here's the deal. You can have every single congresswoman like Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar crying in their their cereal about this, but at the end of the day, are they going to be there when Hamas murders more of your children? No, they won't. So they don't matter. None of these people matter. Israel needs to just do its own thing. Yeah. Go in there and turn it into a parking lot and then build a synagogue on top of it. There you go. That's just where I stand. Oh, John's a neocon. I get that all the time on Twitter. Now. You're a neocon. That's not me saying I want to commit troops, you morons. There's a difference. There is a massive difference. But I am worried. It starts with money. We positioned a destroyer over there in the Mediterranean heading that way.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, all it takes is. Didn't it just take out some rockets that were fired from Yemen over to Israel?
0: Ours or theirs?
1: Yemen, uh, it's a, it was our ship.
0: Our ship? To, I don't know.
1: If we do, like, now
0: we're involving ourselves. That's the problem. Um, Ilan Omar backtracks on accusing Israel of hospital strike in Gaza, uh, blames AP report. You know she was loving this. Brother lover over here was loving that. Yes, more propaganda to use against the Jews. Ooh, yes, yes. Representative Ilhan Omar backtracked on her blame of Israel for a hospital strike in Gaza after further evidence suggested that Israeli defense forces had nothing to do with the explosion. It was caused by misfired rocket fired from a Palestinian militant group, Hamas. Um, Omar had initially accused the IDF of war crimes. Did she she accuse Hamas of war crimes? Did you accuse Palestine of war crimes when they murdered those babies and those women? Did you do the same thing? No, you did not. No, you. Did. I remember reading the tweets. I was like, she's going to condemn the actions, but nowhere did she say war crime. But when Israel retaliates, then it's a war crime, bro. And the the Palestinians, the Palestinian uh, protests, even here in Dallas, just disgusting. They had a school, high school walkout in San Francisco, where all the students are chanting for the love of Palestine.
1: Fucking and, move there.
0: Here's the You deal, love folks. it so
1: goddamn much. Go move over there. These high
0: school students do not know what they're talking about. So the question we have to ask ourselves is who's teaching them? Their parents, influential figures in their lives. Now, folks, if these children can be exposed to such high levels of propaganda in their teens, 13, 14, 15, 16, and they can be easily convinced that Palestine are the good guys, right? How is it any different than Palestinian mothers and fathers teaching their children to hate Jews? It's not. That's what they do. That's exactly what they do. The idea of reportedly blowing up one of the few places the injured and wounded can seek medical treatment and shelter during a time of war is horrific, she says. She called on President Joe Biden to push for an immediate ceasefire to end this. Oh, my God. This is how stupid our representatives are, folks. She wants Joe Biden to push for an immediate ceasefire. You think Hamas is going to listen to Biden? We tell them to go shut up. Who is that? I don't know who that is. We need to shut up. You think Hamas is going to listen to Biden? They're not going to say a thing. They're not going to do a thing he says. Biden can sit there and scream till he's blue in the face. I ain't gonna do a thing. However, the after the evidence emerged. Suggesting a misfired rocket, and after Biden himself suggested it was not the fault of the IDF, Omar walked back her accusations. She says, our office cited an AP, our office, our, no, you, 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 not our, don't blame our office. Take the responsibility and take your licks. You, you condemned it. Our office. We're going to, we're going to spread the responsibility. Our office cited an AP report yesterday that the IDF had hit a Baptist hospital in Gaza. Since then, the IDF denied responsibility in the U.S. intelligence assessment is that this was not done by Israel. Did, did you did you say I'm sorry? Did did you apologize? Did you apologize? No, you didn't. Don't you love that, folks? Hey, I'm sorry. I got it wrong. I apologize. No, there's no apology there. You just retracted it, but you didn't apologize. These are our elected representatives. And I do want to push pause real quick, folks. Remember how John sat here, and I told you, the separation of church and state, it has to happen. This is the reason why. Does it make sense to you yet? The more Muslims like Rashida and Ilhar, Ilhar, Ilhan, excuse me, Ilhor, the more of them that you get in Congress, the more representation they have, and the more likelihood to push Muslim doctrine in the form of legislation. Are you finally starting to wake up and understand why the separation of church and state is not an attack on Christianity. Instead, it's actually protecting it. Do you get it yet? I sit here till I'm blue in the face and I tell you this stuff. Oh, John. And every excuse under the sun until it finally gets to a point where it looks like that, something like that could potentially happen and then you change your tune. Do you apologize to me? No, you don't apologize to me. You just call me names. What was that all about? They're cutting up. I'm gonna do push ups, little shitheads. You know, John just said can fire anybody he wants. <laughs> you didn't tell them Did you tell him that? You should tell them that. Oh my God. Next article. Uh, this is how peaceful they are. Report Hamas leader urges worldwide mobilization on Friday. Did you see the embassies getting uh, firebombed? Israeli embassies in these uh, these Arab states, Molotov cocktails thrown at them. You're welcome. You're welcome, yeah. Such a peaceful religion. Such a peaceful religion. Good job. Good job. We should really respect Islam. Absolutely. I'm not saying that Christianity is any better, but we're not the ones flying planes into World Trade Centers. That'd be you. That'd be your people. Instead, we're molesting children in the Catholic churches. <laughs> it's a horrible thing to say. <laughs> well, at least we're not killing them. No, I'm just kidding. That's a horrible joke. Horrible joke, but I don't care because it's funny. This is why I'm never going to be on Fox. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Daddy Savage. So they call me uh, Daddy Savage. Right there. Uh, Ismail Henia, chairman of the Hamas Political Bureau, called on Thursday for Arabs and Muslims to engage in general mobilization across the globe on Friday and urged for sympathizers of the terror organization in nearby countries to march towards the Jewish state's borders, according to the Jerusalem Post. They are calling for them to march to their deaths. They're saying, go up, make your voice known, but why are you wanting to go to the Jewish border? You yeah, folks, that? it's no different than when Trump said, go down there and protest, make your voice heard. It's like, yeah, you can do it, but I wouldn't advise it because you're throwing fire or you're throwing gasoline. they like, don't put yourself in that position to where all it takes is somebody to fire one round, throw one punch, and that thing goes up in flames, and now you got another international incident. Yeah. That's the problem. Hamas knows what they're doing, and you Muslims, you're stupid enough to believe it. You're stupid enough to believe it. We're gonna go out, we're gonna pro. Okay, you go ahead and see what happens. These are violent people. They do not care about you, they don't care about your opinions. All they care about is getting that American money. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, folks. This is what they do. I mean, how many people have to die? Before people wake the hell up and start seeing what Islam is all about in the Middle East. There's a difference between Middle Eastern Islam and Western Islam. Western Islam, a lot of the Muslims out here, they don't agree with what's going on in the Middle East. They're a little bit
1: more progressive. They're mobilizing uh, in huge numbers. That they know. are in do Palestine. They, do they really disapprove of what's going on? That's true. I
0: don't know. Yeah. It's
1: like waiting for them to turn on us. You know Folks, what I mean? if
0: you think that can't happen, you're sadly mistaken. 100% they can. 100%. And I'm, they're already here. Yeah. yeah, you should stay strapped. Yep. <clears throat> stay Borders strapped.
1: wide open. Wide open border. And, I mean, and <clears throat> just the ones that are here legally even. Seeing them mobilize in the streets here in Dallas and yep. Los Angeles and New York, all yep. over the country, <clears throat> D.C.
0: Yep. Iran-backed militias. Iran, again, at the root of this is Iran. Iran's funding this. Iran had to help them organize this. Iran is our enemy. And guess who we're buying oil from? China. <laughs> we're buying we're buying oil from Iran. That started that started up again under the Biden administration. We weren't doing it under Trump because we were drilling. Trump got that one right. But now, what does Joe Biden do? We're gonna axe our own energy production. We're gonna put us on foreign oil again. So we're spending more of your money. Great job. That's why gas prices are through the roof now. I mean, they're coming back down, thankfully. It was up to like 350 where I was at. Now it's like 290 something. But just wait, because it's going back up. Yep, It's going back up, baby. Iran back militias launch rocket and drone attacks on U.S. forces in Iraq. Uh, This article is a little bit misleading. This is from Breitbart. They should know better to phrase it like this. Um, the attacks were an apparent effort by Iran-controlled Shiite militias to make good on their threats to attack American interests in the U.S. if the U.S. continues to support Israel against the terrorism, or terrorists of Hamas. But I thought I thought we beat ISIS. I thought we beat these people, right? No, we didn't. I remember talking about this on the show. How Trump's like, we've destroyed ISIS. Is like, no, you haven't, bro. They're like cockroaches. They scramble and they'll will reform and they'll come back. You did not destroy them, but the people that people love this though. It's like one of those things they can campaign on. We we, we didn't do anything.
1: He, he beat him back, right?
0: He beat him off. He beat him. <laughs> he beat, beat him back
1: with both hands. Beat him off with both
0: hands. Oh my God! Uh, reports documented multiple explosions at the Ain Al assad air base in Iraq's western Anbar province, including detonations inside the perimeter of the base. At least two rockets were also fired at a base housing U S forces near Baghdad's international airport. There was no immediate report of casualties from, and here's the thing though. That's like a massive airport. So wherever they're aiming, the rocket's chances are they're not going to hit in anywhere. There's actually actual people because there's a lot of space at the buy-up. I lived there for like four months. Um, I, I'm not seeing any reports of casualties, but folks expect more of this. Expect these Arab countries to get involved and they're going to support Hamas. Why? What's, you think this is about land? This isn't about land. The commonality is Islam. People can, you know, I love how these political pundits are, are tiptoeing, walking on eggshells around this. I mean, chat, just right off the bat, are you seeing any political pundits out there actually saying this is a battle of Islam versus Judaism, Arab versus Jew? Is anybody saying that? Because I've been listening. Is anybody saying this? They're arguing land dispute. It has nothing to do with the land. The land is a red herring. They're telling you this is the issue. Israel's on Palestinian land and every map that gets put out there is nothing but propaganda. Now, I'm not even going to get into that argument because we can talk about the the, the the land of Judea way back in biblical times. And everybody in Spike Cohen, gets in, they can argue about the premise of like, oh, ah, it doesn't matter. This is Islam versus Arabs. Or excuse me, Arabs versus Jews. That's what this is. They are not a peaceful people. If you're a Christian, these are the children of Ishmael. It's prophesied. It's the truth. Nobody, why are these political pundits not saying because they're afraid? Yeah. Because then all the Muslims are going to write it like, oh, you're you're Islamophobic. I'm not afraid of you. But I certainly don't like you. I'm not talking about all Muslims. I'm just talking about the extremist ones. Oh, man. The ones that wear the uh, boom-boom vest. (laughs) The ones that wear the boom-boom vest. And that's the other part when people talk about, like, how they should go in there and, like, pragmatically deal with Hamas. For me, I agree with how Israel's handled it. You bomb them. You soften the target. We did the same thing in Iwo Jima. You soften the target. You kill as many as you can with indirect, and then you send in your ground forces. Uh, Right now, breaking article is, tanks line up at Gaza border as ground invasion appears imminent. Um. It's actually going. We'll play this one live so everybody can listen to it. Hold on. Stand by, folks. Stand by. Make sure you don't blow your eardrums out on this one. Here we go. There's a live view of the tanks standing by. Oh, they're ready to go. Ready to go. Hmm. Some of those look American, don't they? Little we, Hemet Trucks. We
1: found these in Afghanistan Is that an Apache? Is in the desert. What's up? We found these in the uh, <laughs> desert out in Afghanistan. <laughs> Got a little
0: Apache flying over there. They're standing by, ready to go. Yep. They're preparing for the invasion. It's coming. It's coming. But this is what I love about it, how people were talking about, like, how else should they handle this? Like, we should just commit ground force to go in there and hunt them out one by one. There were over 1,200 people on that battalion-sized operation. Over 1,200 people. Be- you think you're going to go find every single one of them? And some of them were actually working in Israel. It wasn't just, there were people on the inside that helped perpetrate this. You think that you're going to find out every single one of these people? No, nah, absolutely not. And you're going to take way more casualties sending in IDF forces without softening those targets. They're still going to take casualties, no doubt. But Israel, go in there and wreck shop, man. Do what you got to do. Last, most certainly not least, good old Greta Thunberg. That idiot. How dare you? I think she, I still think she's trans. I think, I think that's a dude. I think it's a dude. Uh, I don't know. I think she might be Dobie from Harry Potter. <laughs> Dobie is free. Greta Thunberg posts, then deletes "Free Palestine" post after pushback, and she says, "I was completely unaware." Oh, you don't say. What else are you unaware about, Greta? Global warming. This is what Democrats do. They use children as propaganda tools to push their narratives. Because if you question a child, how dare you? You can't attack kids. David Hogg, that kid ran in there as soon as those bodies weren't even cold yet. He stands right on top of their corpses, bleeding out and says, I'm going to fight gun violence. You weren't even in the building, dude. But being he's a quote unquote kid, you can't go against him because how dare you?
1: He's not a kid anymore.
0: Not a kid anymore. I didn't give a crap back then either. Yeah. All I could think about was the uh, the walk hard thing at Dewey, Dewey Cox's dad where he kept saying the wrong damn kid died. I know I'm a horrible human being. I don't care. You're a piece of shit. I don't care. What comes first, John? David Hogg's death of your 2 A right. <laughs> Get the feeling ready, buddy. It ain't going to be my 2 A rights. I'll tell you that right now. And here's the other thing. Israel has got a lot of Israeli blood on its hands. Now you folks don't know where I stand, do you? <laughs> Israel disarmed their population. And those paragliders came across the border. They punched a hole in that wall with bulldozers, truck full of machine gun carrying terrorists came across and the Israeli citizens had no way to defend themselves. I mean, think about this. You're in the heart of the Middle East. You are surrounded on all sides with Arabs that want to see you dead. And your best idea is to disarm your civilians. I'm sorry, but the Israeli people should be rebelling against their government once this is over saying the second amendment will stand here. Do not turn in your firearms. That's one reason right there.
1: It's ridiculous. It, took like, it took like three hours for any help to arrive. Yeah, yeah.
0: they went in there and they, they were going from village to village to village, killing so many innocents. And what could they do to fight back? Nothing. Nothing. Hey, call the cops. Lock the call the military. Yep. What are you going to do? You got to run and hide. That's what happens when you give up your right to defend yourself, folks. Don't do it. Don't ever do it. If they ever try and ban the Second Amendment, which it's, again, they're never going to happen. They're going to try and restrict, restrict, restrict. No. Hide it. Hide it. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do but yeah, you know, go figure well folks that does it for today's episode of the all-american savage show podcast it is friday i hope you enjoy yourselves over this weekend we will be returning monday bright and afternoonish for you right here in the all-american savage show podcast if you could go check out ShellshockCBD.com or 1920brand.com show some love to a great patriotic america loving country or company rather uh and until then you gotta add, a man you just have a great weekend glad to be back and as always you stay savage america